0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories, write copy that feels good. It's the no-fluff copywriting podcast that teaches you to write copy you can feel good about and gets you more clients along the way. I'm your host, Jayati Bora, and I'm here to give you a shot of masala for your writing. A way for business owners like you to write copy your way, in your voice, with practical writing tips you can put into action right away. Let's find your words together. Welcome to the third and final installation of the mini-series on what to prep before you write a single word of copy. This series is especially important for sales pages, so if you're planning to launch a course or a group program or a new product, listen up. Over the past two episodes, we covered two other elements to prep before you start to write your copy, and those were voice of customer and core transformation. So if you haven't listened to those, go check them out. Today, we are going to talk about benefits versus features. Chances are that if you've been in the online business space for more than a minute, you've heard people say, talk about the benefits of your products, not just the features. Now, what does that mean? Well, I like to think of features as the nouns. So if you're selling an online course with live coaching calls and a 300-page workbook, The features, the nouns, might sound something like this. Eight weeks of pre-recorded calls that can be consumed in video, audio or transcript format. Starts September 1, new videos released every week. You'll have lifetime access so you can watch at your own pace. Live calls every Sunday at 2pm Eastern in our private Facebook group. Each participant will be mailed a 300 page workbook in physical and ebook format, which contains all the exercises and resources you'll need to follow along, price, refund policy, size of cohort if that's relevant, length of videos, length of coaching calls, etc. 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 So, that is important information that you will need to know. Because if you're never available on Sundays at 2 p.m., and the live coaching is crucial to you being successful, Maybe you won't want to purchase it this round. Or if you're in a different time zone and you want to know if they'll be recorded so you can watch them at a time that's more convenient for you, this list of features will be important to answer your questions. So if they're so vital, this list of features, why does everyone poo-poo them all the time? What's wrong with listing all the features? The short answer is nothing. We want and we need to know the nitty-gritties that help us make a decision. But whether the calls are held at 2pm Eastern or 2pm Pacific is not the make or break factor when you are just encountering this program. First, you want to know if this can help you with the particular problem you're having. And the timing and the length of the calls isn't going to tell you that. For that, you need the benefits. I'll tell you a story I heard Kathy Heller tell once. I didn't take notes, so if I'm butchering it with my bad memory, my apologies. If you don't know Kathy Heller's show, Don't Keep Your Day Job, go check it out on your podcast app. Once you're done listening to this, her show is sugar for the soul, but without the cavities. So Kathy explained benefits versus features using the example of hypnosis. Early on in the days of hypnosis, she says, the performers were putting on a public show, but they needed to draw a big audience to make their mark. Do you think they advertised hypnosis by saying, First, we're going to call you up on the stage. We will have a watch in our hands and we're going to dangle it on a chain. We're going to ask you to keep your eyes on the watch as it moves back and forth and using that rhythmic motion, we will take you into a trance-like state where you'll be very suggestible. Whatever we tell you to do at that moment, even if it's not something you would normally do, if we hypnotize you first, you will do it. Would anyone have attended that show? I mean, it's more likely they would have run in the other direction screaming, right? That sounds pretty scary. So that's not what they put on their posters and in their advertisements. Instead, they put this. Do you want to get over your chain-smoking habit? Come to this show and learn how. And that, my friends, is the power of benefits over features. Because we are all, first and foremost, self-interested creatures. We want to know... What is in it for us? If I'm struggling with a nicotine addiction, I don't care how you're going to cure me of it. Use hypnosis, use acupuncture, use stand-up comedy. I don't care. What I care about, what's going to get me to buy a ticket to your show, is the benefit of getting me to change my ingrained behavior, my habit, which is what I'm looking for. The actual modality of treatment, what time it happens, how long it will last, what temperature the AC will be at, who cares, right? Another way to think about benefits versus features is to ask yourself this question. Why would the reader care? In my journalism days when I was an editor, it was a question I had to ask my reporters again and again and again because it's not enough to write something and put it out there. If you haven't managed to make it relevant to your audience, if the reader doesn't care then you might as well have written it in your journal, right? It's not going to have any impact. To put it another way, don't write from your point of view. As the person who's delivering this imaginary course, we started out talking about this group program. Sure, it matters to you that you are doing the live coaching on Sunday afternoons and not Saturday night, because maybe Saturday night is your date night. It matters to you what time it is because you are going to need to pencil it into your calendar. It matters to you that you are practicing hypnosis and not behavioral therapy because that's what you're trained in. You're not a licensed therapist, right? But from your audience's point of view, all they care about is whether or not you can cure their addiction, whether or not you can give them some success at whatever they're studying with you, right? So if you're solving a problem they have, they don't care how the heck you do it, just as long as you do it. So when you think of it this way, it's super important that you convey the benefits of your product to your audience. It's a hugely valuable service that you are providing to them. Because if you stuff all the features of the product up front, if you put all the nouns straight up, before they even know that there's something in it for them, they might X out of your website before they realize that they need what you're selling. The product is the same, but how you talk about it changes. Because now you're writing about it in a way that will connect with your audience. That'll make them sit up and pay attention. So let's see how this works through some real-life examples that I got from Harry Dry's website, Marketing Examples. If you're looking for some marketing or copy inspiration, some analysis of why something works and why something doesn't, check out Marketing Examples. It's really valuable. Okay, here are some examples of benefit-driven copy that I got from this site. Muzzle, that's the name of this company. Its headline is, Silence embarrassing notifications while screen sharing. I looked it up. It's an app for Mac, and the website is pretty hilarious, because when you go on it, these fake notifications keep popping up on the right-hand side, like on the homepage of their website, and, you know, they include, like, a pixelated dick pic with a question, I don't know, is this big? One said, the doctor called, I have herpes, this is what you need to do. Another from quote-unquote dad saying, I'm very disappointed in you. Basically, a taste of the kinds of embarrassing notifications you would not want to be popping up if someone else was viewing your screen. Anyway, so that tagline is super direct, right? It tells you exactly what it is. Muzzle is a simple Mac app to silence embarrassing notifications while screen sharing. Now that you have seen it explained in this way, it's really hard to imagine a different way of explaining the app because this one is so effective. But if we were to think of features instead of benefits, that tagline might read, download this app, only for Mac, not Windows, and it'll take this many MB on your computer. And once you download it, you will have to add it as an extension on your browser and just turn it on when you're about to screen share. It works on Zoom, it works on Google Meets, and blah, 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 blah. Okay, if I totally bungled that app and extension explanation, please forgive me, it's possible that apps can never be browser extensions. I'm not a tech person. But you get the point. When my problem is that I'm screen sharing with a potential client and a calendar notification pops up for my STD test tomorrow, that's another example from Muzzle's actual website by the way, I don't really care how much space it's going to take up on my computer. I just care that it has a way to stop this from ever happening again. Okay let's see another example. I also found this via Harry Dry's website. This company is called Fast. Now when I Googled it, apparently it shut down in April of this year, but it seems to be a fast alternative or a fast way to check out. I'm not exactly sure what the product is, there is another app, but the tagline is, one click, no passwords, the world's fastest checkout. So again, that tells you what the benefit is for you, the consumer. It's the world's fastest checkout. It's just one click and you don't have to create or remember any passwords. Now, what might the features version of this look like? I'm imagining this since the product has been discontinued. I've never used it. Um, But I'm imagining that it was maybe marketed towards merchants as a frictionless alternative to creating an account. So maybe the features description would include a competitor to Stripe and PayPal. Maybe it would say how much percentage it would take out of any transaction, how to integrate it into your website or platform. Right? Those kinds of nitty gritty details. Now, if you're with me so far, you are already sold on why it's so much more effective to talk in terms of benefits over features. Again, that's not to say that you discard the features, but you just want to showcase the benefits higher up. And now, if you want to supercharge your benefits, here's a neat trick. I mean, it's not really a trick, but here's something that you can do. In addition to listing your benefit, Find a way to address a key objection. FAST does this with their tagline. If their ideal customer's primary objection to using yet another thing is that they can't possibly remember another password, FAST's tagline will reassure them because it says one click, no passwords, the world's fastest checkout. Right? No passwords. It's right there in the tagline. Boom! Your biggest objection already handled. Let's take another example. Let's make one up, okay? Suppose you're selling comforters and your customer's biggest objection is that they need one kind of comforter for the summer and another kind for the winter and they hate that because they don't have the space to store bulky items like comforters for half the year. And maybe your product is all about that. Maybe it's a lightweight comforter that's perfect for summer nights And you add this heavy-duty duvet cover on it for the winter to block the cold. And so you don't have to store heavy comforters anymore. You just need to store that duvet. So if we were listing the features, we'd be talking about how much it weighs, how big or bulky it is, whether or not it's machine washable, what's the return policy. But if we're talking about the benefits, maybe what we'll say is the only comforter you'll need all year round. Or maybe we'll say four seasons. One comforter. Oh, I quite like that. I mean, I'm just spitballing here. And if you wanted to supercharge that line, if you wanted to address their objections up front, maybe you'll tweak it to say something like Four Seasons, One Comforter, even if you live in a matchbox size apartment. Hmm, I'm not entirely sure that works because maybe my earlier one, Four Seasons, One Comforter, just addressed everything in a pithier way, but you get the picture. If you're going for this addressing of objections, you can use words like despite or in spite of or without. So for instance, use the same comforter without needing to swap it with the season. Use the same comforter despite the weather or in spite of changing temperatures or use the same comforter without having to store another one in your closet. You see how that works? Okay, let's do one last example just to make sure you have it. Supposing you sell a nutritional group coaching program. Suppose your audience's prime objection is that a group program will never be tailored to them because they're so used to one-on-one time with a nutrition coach. So how would you address that? Again, the features list would focus on the days and times you would meet, the structure of the program, maybe the methodology you'd use, whether it's in person or online, if there are recordings available, etc, etc, etc. Maybe the benefits would be about gut health. So five weeks to a healthy gut. And now you want to supercharge that so it addresses this objection of working in a group. Five weeks to a healthy gut with a cohort to keep you on track. You'll notice I didn't use any negatives here. No without or despite. I'm actually reframing the group aspect of the program as a positive. I'm not saying you should buy this even though you'll be part of a group. I'm saying the group thing is a good thing because it'll help keep you on track. So that's another way to address objections, by reframing them up front. Make sense? And of course, I showed you examples with taglines because those are short and pithy, but you can use this technique with bullet points on the sales page, with subheads, also called crossheads, with your sales page headline as well. Okay, now it's your turn. I want you to look at your tagline, or your sales page headline, or your crossheads, any or all of them. And be honest, are you selling the features or the benefits? If it's benefits, great, that's one hodl down. Now do you want to supercharge those benefits by also addressing an objection? If you're willing to share, I'd love to know what your original headline or tagline was and what you changed it to. You can send me your responses at Jayati at cuttingchai com. I love to hear from listeners. It's one of my favorite things ever. So please do write me if you're brave enough to share. I promise I'll write back. And finally, if you like this show, I think you'd love being on my email list. I email about all the new podcast episodes. You'll never miss an episode. But more than that, you will have an opportunity to contribute towards the content of the podcast as well. In fact, a good chunk of the season's episodes have come directly from questions my email subscribers have asked me to answer, including this mini-series. So get on my email list at cuttingchai slash subscribe, and when you do, I'll send you a bonus mini-course on how to connect with your customers through your copy. The course is module 1 of my digital course on writing like you speak and ditching the formal jargon, and you cannot get it anywhere else. I'll put all those resources in the show notes, including the subscribe link. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Until I see you again next Thursday, supercharge those benefits.